Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and in this episode of Major League Baseball Picks, along the prices that make for good bets, using the mathematical model I've built known as Sideline for games scheduled to be played on Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. Remember, if you're interested in projections of picks on every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link's in the show description. You will get a ton of information uh, and, and, you know, more information you know what to do with if that's what you're looking for. If you're looking for just the best recommended plays, I got that for you in a nice little pretty graphic as well. So you, you got the whole spectrum of ways to get good information, whether you want a lot or a little. And of course you get access to the discord chat, or we're talking about other bets, other picks, boosts, other sports, whatever, all sorts of fun stuff happening over there. We just have a good time and a lot of laughs too. Uh, again, that links in the show description. If you're interested in just the A plus play today, that links in the show description as well. That's over on black book sports. So you got two different ways that you can get some good stuff happening there. Check out all those links. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game. Does not try to forecast it to a T as I'd be a foolish. And the possible goal, there are no right sides or wrong sides. Rather, prices where any side should be played, whether using my model or just assessing what you think the price should be. This is the sort of thinking that is key to growing your bankroll over time instead of draining it. There are ups and downs, but... It balances out in the long run. It's just hard to foresee before it happens. In other words, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So while the long-run profitability has been proven winning every single day is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, yesterday uh, was a fantastic day for us overall. Um, I, I guess I, I'm going to take the blame for putting like the only losers basically on this show uh, because I picked the games and that's, and that's why I like y'all to pick the games. Cause then I can blame y'all and I obviously to blame <laughs> facetiously, but I can facetiously blame y'all instead of like blaming myself. Um, I don't usually do this, but I just, I have to comment that um, we had the Dodgers in a grade. That was a winner. We had the twins in a grade. That was a winner. Um, we had the Blue Jays at the A-plus play of the day. That was a winner. We had the Giants as an A-grade, and that was a winner. We had the over in the Mets game. That was a winner. We had the under in the Jays game. That was a winner on the free TikTok play of the day or Instagram. Both of those are without links to show description as well. The first five under in San Francisco, that was a winner. The only non-winner we had, didn't have on the show, uh, was Cincinnati took the over uh, 10.5 there and lost that one. So of, of the picks not on this show went like, I don't know, whatever that was, 7-1 and one or something ridiculous. Uh, and then on show picks, we went 1-2 and two because the games I picked uh, just were some of the losers. But overall, it was a fantastic day. Uh, but we always talk about that. That's what's going to happen when you only have three games is you're sometimes going to go – it's sometimes going to work the other way. Sometimes you're going to go 3-0 on these and then like 0-7 oh, on the rest, right? And sometimes it kind of works like this. Um, I, it, starting on August – the calendar flipped and things have just been rolling for us. Um, the A grades doing like the A grade should after like a couple week funk after the all-star break. Uh, it's good to be out of that funk and back, back rolling. I feel like uh, watching the bankroll just skyrocket here this last eight days. It's been a lot of fun personally. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. I've loved it. It's, it is, you know, I'm making, I can make plans for trips. I can there's stuff like that. Cause all the extra money I got, I love it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's been again. It's been a great uh, start to August for us. Um, I, 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 I just have to comment the Mets won yesterday. They, they, they won a game and they'll, they'll win some more. Um, I don't know. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, before we get to today's slate, uh, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. If you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free if you turn on notifications. You don't miss any of the MLB college basketball, college football, or coming this fall NFL content that this channel provides. Again, the way I scale picks is uh, the risk plus the win adds to a certain amount. That kind of uh, limits our exposure, um, both on big favorites and big dogs. Uh, you can see how that plays out exactly in the Google Sheet that's got season results, team metrics, pitcher ratings, all sorts of goodies. Again, a bunch of links in the show description if you just want to play around with those things while you're bored at work. Uh, but as long as it's scaling with the picks, take what you like. <laughs> And leave the rest. 6.40 p.m. Eastern, Cardinals of the Rays do have a day game because of the rain out yesterday. Uh, not going to talk about that one. The pitchers, we just kind of got that figured out line just out. So I can't, I don't even know where we're at on that yet. I will later, though, again, if you're interested in information on that. Dub Club's the place to be. We'll probably talk about it in the Discord chat. So day baseball, uh, second day in a row. Got to love it, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. Going to jump right to the Cardinals and Rays. Uh, the Cardinals, of course, disappointing Rays. You know, I feel like the Rays have been a little disappointing the last bit of the season after that incredible start. Uh, I don't know how much it's been the Rays disappointing versus the Orioles. Just been really good, right? It's, it's tough to say uh, between the two of those, but still, obviously, a much better year for the Rays. Still in, uh, you know, firm control of that wild card, and of course, an outside shot still to win that division, even though they're trailing the Orioles. Zach Eflin versus Miles Michaelis, uh, pretty big mismatch here between the starting pitchers. Michaelis, very average. Uh, Eflin, well above average. Eflin, maybe even better than that 346 ERA. Uh, Michaelis, maybe a little bit worse than that 429 ERA. Even in the ERAs, you look at a much difference, but when you look at the underlying metrics, that difference grows. Uh, Tampa's relievers, very average, better than the Cardinals. Offensively, this Cardinals offense isn't bad. Uh, I don't know. The, some of the big guys just haven't hit well this year. It hasn't been consistent. I'm not really sure exactly what's going on with that offense. I think it's still a good offense. It's just definitely not a great one. This Rays offense, we talked about it all season, just been really good. Again, I think their disappointing results the last couple months have been because the offense hasn't been quite as strong, but I still think it's a very good offense. Uh, Tampa at home. I'm all over the race. I love this pick. I don't mind the juice on it. Minus 170. It's an A-grade pick. Model says they win 67% of the time. Price should be minus 200. Anything minus 172 or better gets an A-grade. So it just eats into that right now. Minus 187 or better it would be a B-grade. Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, like I love back in Eflin. He, it seems that he just does – like he's not a superstar pitcher, but he's just good enough that – Really puts this Rays team in a, in a good chance to win, with a good chance to win, and their offense is good enough that uh, most of the time they come through for him. I mean, he's had a couple rough outings here recently, but I, mean, I think that was to be expected because he's, like I said, he's not a great pitcher. He's he's a good pitcher, but uh, so he'll have a rough outing now and then. Uh, the Cardinals' offense is has the names to really take advantage of him, but they just haven't had it this year. I mean, sometimes it's just not your year and. I mean, even with Tyler O'Neill coming back, they're still not as deadly as people kind of thought they were coming into the year. And I just don't see them really getting the getting the better of the Rays at on the road. Yeah, and Athlon's been a guy we've talked a lot about this season. We've backed a lot. Uh, he's been really good to us. Uh, Jake, the total in this game is eight and a half. The model projects eight point seven, so it leans to the over ever so slightly. 
both these offenses rate relatively well. Uh, I don't know about you though. I, I, I just feel like I don't have a lot of confidence in either offense. The Cardinal offense we've seen disappear, the Rays offense again, I still think it's good. It just hasn't been as good as that incredible start. Uh, I feel like I'd be more likely to play the under if I could get a nine personally, uh, but I'm staying away at eight and a half. I don't know what your thoughts are uh, on this total of eight and a half. If you have a, a direction you would lean at all. This is a total I've, I've, I don't think you could talk me into playing one way or the other um, until, unless it got like down to six or up to 12 or something where it's fairly <laughs> well, se- Seven, right? Seven. It's sevens a lot of times an over number, right? You know? Yeah. So it, I mean, it has to be something like that where it, it, it just, uh, I don't know. Like I said, the offenses are too up and down. I mean, the Rays offense, if they're not hitting home runs, doesn't seem to put up a big number and. I don't know what's going on with Cardinals, so I, I just stay away from this. And I, I've, I've yet to do it. Uh, I'm working on the college football model right now, and I've been kind of playing with adding some of this in as well. Uh, variability metrics, right? Kind of having an extra, like how much variance do we expect? doesn't affect the point as to what we think will happen on average, but it could uh, affect uh, you know how much you put on it because if there's high variability, you might want to put less on it or stay away from it or something like that. Uh, so I've been thinking about this, uh, you know, not to get too deep into the weeds statistically here, but uh, it, it's just there's just a so many things on my to-do list of things I want to do. Uh, but I definitely think if I were to build that, I think this has got to be on the high end of the variability spectrum with regards to total, just because I think either one of these offenses, like this could be an eight to five game. And I would just be like, sure, like these offenses are good. Like we can't overreact to what we've seen this year. Now, again, as the season goes along, we do start waiting this season more and more and more, but we can't ignore previous seasons as well. We know some of these Cardinals hitters are good. We can't, we can't just focus on the last couple months for the Rays. We have to, you know, you have to consider all that. I, this could be like eight to five and be like, sure. But also with the way these offenses have done, I mean, it would not be surprising at all to see like two to nothing. And I'd be like, sure, that's fine too. So it feels like a high variability total. So I'm like, you. it's, it's, uh, you know, not really a great, um, situation there but i just i love the race i love backing eflin uh you know he had an injury two starts ago got a six innings last start and that will actually lead us right to the pitcher prop of the day at zach eflin over 17 and a half outs tiny bit of juice on this one but not as much as i expected uh here was that start uh that we had against uh, miami where he pitched terribly and terribly probably because of the injury that he suffered uh or that was bothering that game the thing here you have to notice with Eflin is look at all those numbers that are divisible by three. For the most part, he finishes innings and then he doesn't start the next one. I'm not saying he can't go, uh, you know, five innings in this one. It's absolutely possible. He's done it uh, four other times this season, but a lot of times you're seeing 18s and 21s. I really like this over 17 and a half outs for him. We don't have to worry about strikeouts. Uh, you know, obviously Eflin is a, a moderate strikeout pitcher uh just don't have to worry about that though just thinking for the most part this guy seems to go six a lot i mean the probability that he hits this uh probably better than that break even minus 137 uh almost assuredly he's hit this two out of three times and even if it's slightly lower than that would be the predictive probability going forward uh it doesn't even need to be near that high for this to be a profitable pick uh at minus 137 jake what are your thoughts yeah, he's just been an extremely consistent pitcher this year, and you can tell by those numbers. He gets to about the sixth inning, sometimes makes it through, some, most of the time gets there, and then that's that's where everything stops. He doesn't really go deep into the seventh or in the eighth. He, he just he gets 
I mean, that's all you can really ask. Yeah, hasn't has made it to – Very, very consistent. Hasn't made it to the eighth inning one time all season, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's just for a pitcher for a pitcher who's been as good as he has. Yeah, it, it, like I said, the manager's got to be happy because you know exactly what you're going to get out of him almost every time he goes out there. You're going to get six good innings and then let your bullpen take over, and that's great if you're the race. Right, and if yeah, if everything works right, you get the seventh. But if not, you feel pretty good about the six. This is one of those that we 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 actually uh, talked about this prop in the Discord. The, the game he got injured, and I made a comment. I said based off of everything I was looking at uh, for that game, I thought the probability that that whatever the prop hit, I think it might have been I don't know if it's seventeen and a half or fourteen and a half. I was like, it's probably you know like eighty percent likely he gets to this number. Um, you know, I said there's just like this twenty percent chance of something weird happening. Sure enough, injury happened, and that was what it was. And that's kind of the same thing here. It's like, you know, there's a small chance he gets lit up, uh, but again, at home in a pitcher friendly ballpark with how well he's pitched, I don't think it's overly likely. There's a chance he gets injured, right? Those are the two kind of things that happen. It's gambling, right? It's it's you never really know exactly what's going to happen uh, on these, but in general. Uh, you have to like his chances to get to get through six innings. And again, the fact that he bounced back after the injury and got the six innings at his last start makes you feel like that's a good possibility. The Rays really like their pitchers to finish innings. They use their bullpen a lot. They get real creative with it. And they like those guys to start innings fresh if they can. So um, Eflin over 17 and a half outs, a little bit of juice, but I think a pretty strong pick here. Jake, we missed the one yesterday. Uh, Brandon Williamson apparently just turned into Cy Young all of a sudden. Uh, you know, you never really know with young pitchers, right? When they're going to figure it out. I'm not going to say he's figured it out after one start. I'm just going to say I was really impressed. I took note. Touche. Let's see what he does next time, right? Uh, sometimes these guys figure it out. Sometimes it's just, uh, you know, uh, one out of random whatever. But uh, three and two last week on pitcher props. Uh, unfortunately, didn't start off the week yesterday profitable. I think we can get back to, uh, you know, 500 for the week with this one. And remember, if you want to see all of the goodies over here at Outlier, dot bet slash professor that's where you go for your seven day free trial again you can click the pick it'll take you right to uh the book that has that price all sorts of good metrics it'll highlight what's plus expected value for you as you're browsing by game or by bet type a lot of goodies over there check them out if you haven't yet and if you're not playing daily fantasy yet but you're interested thrive fantasy is the place to go for that use promo code sides or the link in the show description you get 100 instant first deposit match up to 200 and Fifty dollars, uh, Jake. That'll take us to the Blue Jays, the Guardians. Blue Jays get it done for us yesterday. As the A plus play of the day, uh, a little sweaty a couple times. <laughs> I don't know if, if you watched the game. I had that one on, uh, you know, as as the play of the day. It was a little bit nerve wracking there. A couple of innings at the end, the Blue Jays just escaped. Uh, Kevin Biggio, uh, our hero, with the home run, uh, an unassisted double play from a second baseman. On a ground ball, you don't see that every day of the week. He fielded it running towards first base. The runner decided, didn't know what to do. He ran, tagged the runner, and then just ran and tagged first base because he was like two steps away. Uh, <laughs> you don't see it every day, but escaped with the win uh, yesterday, thankfully for us, as the play of the day. Uh, FYI, the play of the day, six of uh, last seven days winner. So again, if you want just the play of the day, Blackbook Sports link in the show description. If you want that and all the other eight great plays, Dub Club link in the show description. Today it's going to be, you say, Kikuchi and Tanner Bybee. Bybee's a guy that we've talked uh, a lot about this year. Kikuchi uh, and him both, I think, are pretty average pitchers. Uh, the Blue Jays relievers, probably a little bit better. Uh, Blue Jays offense, definitely uh, a lot better uh, than the Guardians. Um, 
this is this is what happens, uh, right. folks. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be on the Blue Jays here at minus one twenty one. It's an A grade pick. Uh, model says the Blue Jays win this fifty eight percent of the time, and that the correct price should be minus one forty. Uh, the current price on this is minus one twenty five. So it's gone up four cents overnight. At minus one twenty five, it would technically be a B grade pick. Um, so if you shop around, see if you can get this minus one twenty one. That's a threshold this morning after we run the model for an A grade. So again, kind of like the previous one, right on the threshold of that A grade pick. Uh, this Guardians team, though like the entire AL Central, right? Just very disappointing. Uh, so, you know, I, I think you have to like the Blue Jays again here. It's going to be a nice night uh, in Cleveland, uh, mid-70s. Chance of rain. It shouldn't be too big of a deal when blowing across. Uh, Jake, what do you have for us on this one? Look, uh, the Guardians, as fun as it was to watch Ramirez knock out Anderson, uh, that takes a huge weapon out of their lineup, especially after the trade deadline. I think that's going to hurt them. We've got – they don't have an advantage, real advantage at the pitcher's spot or the bullpen. All the advantages lean towards the Blue Jays. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the Jordan Hicks experience is wild. Loading the bases last night. But uh, the rest scary. of it, I, yeah, I, the Blue Jays have the offense. They've got all the advantages going their way. I, I think this is a fairly easy A play here. The I think Ramirez will still be in the lineup tomorrow. He's appealed the suspension, though you never know when that's going to come down. I feel like that's a, a roulette game of they appeal, they can play, but that if it, if news comes out at you know um, you know two p.m. today that they say here's what's happening, like it's happening, right? And so you just never know. It's one of those like kind of hold your breath on the Guardians, right? When is that going to happen? Because he's going to be out for at least a couple of games. Right? I think it was a three game suspension. Three, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it'll either be appeal. held at three or it'll drop to two. Yeah. I, the appeal. I, I, I think the appeal mean. is. Th- it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't me. Uh, I think the appeal is uh, three is too much. It should only be two. I, I think that's the, um, you know, I think that's the, the hope there. But uh, either way, the Guardians against a lefty are just terrible. We saw it last night. Uh, we saw it against Fromber Valdez in that no-hitter. Uh, Kikuchi being a lefty. It, it, even with him in the lineup, it's just not a good versus left-handed pitching uh, lineup. And, and I just, I don't know why. The Guardians are getting so much respect. Their bullpen now rates right around league average, which is crazy because we talk about some of these bullpens, the, the Braves bullpen being one of them, the Guardians bullpen being another one that we expected so much of that was so good last year that's just trending towards average. And it's just really surprising with how strong those units were last year. The Guardians bullpen's no different. Just uh, all of a sudden, the Blue Jays have a better bullpen according to sideline after all the trades, which uh, it shocks me. Coming into the season, I would have said there's no way that's going to happen. Uh, but sure enough here, a slight advantage to the bullpen on uh, – sort of advantage to the Jays in the bullpen, massive advantage on bats. Uh, Blue Jays minus 121 the pick. Total in this game is 8. Model says 8.2. Personally, I think 8's a pretty good number. If you had to pick, would you go over or under on this game? Uh, or would I'd, you go team I'd total? Lean, <laughs> First five, would you do anything? <laughs> yeah, no, I'd probably go over. I think the Blue Jays offense – is enough here to like push us over the eight. Uh, but, so you yeah, like, like the offense here? I, I think the yeah. I think the the fear is obviously are the Guardians going to do anything right? But the fear with the yeah. under is how much are the Blue Jays going to score right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I said the pitchers are very average. I, I think the Guardians will score some. Uh, I just don't see see them scored enough to win the game. 
this is where I'm going to have to like edit something out of, out of the show because you know, this is the, the joys of having, having a little one around. Um, at some point I would ask, I would ask too, if she wants to say anything on show, but I'm guessing that she would just look at, look at me and shake her head. Um, that'll take us to 9:40 PM Eastern. The late game Dodgers at the diamondbacks to get the Dodgers as an A grade winner yesterday in the afternoon was a nice win for us. Julio Urias versus Brandon Fodit. I have no idea how to say that name. Uh, it, it, it's, I love the PF together. and I love the double A. Like this is an incredible name. Um, he hasn't looked good. 7-11 ERA on this season. Now the underlying metrics suggest he's not that bad. So I wouldn't, uh, you know, expect that level of performance uh, going forward. But, uh, you know, I, I, he's definitely the weaker pitcher between the two. As bad of a year as your eyes has had, um, he's still you know, still an above average pitcher, just definitely not that, you know, Cy Young caliber that we thought uh, he would be. Of course, the Dodgers offense definitely better than the Diamondbacks. Bullpen's probably pretty even. The Dodgers obviously favoring this game. The only question is by how much. Uh, we're going to be on the Dodgers yet again. I like being on the Dodgers. Uh, they're a really good team. Uh, for the most part, last year, I don't think we were on them very much many times. And I just loved any chance we could get to back them. And I kind of feel a little bit the same this year, especially for that slow start. Minus 153 is what we locked in here last night. It's about the same price this morning. Just gets into a B grade at minus 156 or better. Minus 144 better. Be the A grade model says they win 62% of the time. And that the correct price should be minus 167. Jake, what are your thoughts? Yeah, like I love being on the back of the Dodgers, especially with a pitcher like Fat on the mound. Because, I mean, I know his ERAs are not as – or he's not as bad as that ERA, but – He's not, but it still ain't pretty. It's not, like it, it's not going to be down to two, uh, yeah. you know. And this Dodgers lineup, very good. I mean, we've been able to back them a little more this year, I think, because I mean the pitching just hasn't been there. Like last year, they just had the pitching and the offense, and we're just a very good team. But uh, this year, without the pitching, and but Urias is uh, one of the was pretty good pitcher. Uh, the Diamondbacks seem to be just struggling right now. They they just kind of lost all their steam, and. I think the Dodgers are really going to take advantage of them. It's it's very tough to get through that lineup uh, unscathed, and Fat is going to have a very very hard time tonight. We have the all how do you pronounce these guys matchup here? Uh, I don't know why I've been saying Urias. I, I it's Urias. I've been saying that. Uh, I feel like someone else said it, but I I, I just looked it up. It's it's Urias. I I have no idea why. I feel like in my head, like now I'm really confused. Like was there another pitcher that I'm getting criss- crisscrossed with? Uh, and it's it's fought. Uh, just like the word, like if you, like what Jose Ramirez did uh, the other day and what uh, Tim Anderson uh, didn't do. The total in this game is nine. Model projects 9.5. There's a little juice on the over, and I think that's what's holding me off for now. If, if it was nine at, at normal juice, I think it's like minus 123 right now at Bet Online. Again, remember, if you're not playing at Bet Online, they have some of the greatest, some of the best prices um, you know, around that sign-up link. There, take you right there. Uh, give you a nice little bonus too if you sign up using that link. Uh, is in the show description. Uh, that minus one twenty three, I think, is what's doing me, preventing me from going over. But this feels like an over game. The Diamondbacks' offense, uh, not bad. Uh, Dodgers with Urias, um, you know, probably going to give up a run somewhere. Dodgers bullpen, one of those guys going to give up a run. They've been all up and down. Do- Diamondbacks should score a few runs here. The Dodgers, any any game by themselves, can go go over, especially with a below average starter for the Diamondbacks. We saw it yesterday. The Dodgers fell behind five nothing, and all of a sudden it was thirteen to five. So I mean, it feels like if you're playing the Dodgers, it's either like over or pass. That's how I would view this game too. I just don't like the juice personally. Uh, Jake, are, are you as concerned about the juice as I am, or are you just thinking, hey, that push? Protection nine's worth it, and and you like the over. 
Yeah, no, no, I don't like the juice, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it ride. I might get it at nine and a half if it happens to move up mm-hmm. to that, but I'll, I'll leave it for now. Okay, we'll see what the number does as the day progresses uh, for that one. We record at a time when typically there's a lot of movement, like right after we get, or right as we're recording. So it's one of those things where we get them recording, and, and by the time we upload, some of those numbers moved, moved a lot. That's when I do the morning update for Dub Club to get a relook at all the current numbers and let people lock things in. So we'll see what happens. Uh, may end up with an overplay in this one, maybe not just. Uh, really depends. Jake, uh, a fun-filled show with a child involved. Uh, do you have any parting words for uh, the viewer this week before you sign off and, and let Cousin Jerry take over tomorrow? No, I'm just I'm really hoping for a better end than the week started on the show. I mean, the Dub Club went nice. I just I, I would like to go out with a winning record here. I, again, I, you can play me on that since I, I picked those games. So, I mean, it's 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 like I said, that's why I usually – and that's what people – I don't know why. In, in basketball, I had the same thing. But why don't these guys ever disagree? It's like, well, if I'm not letting you pick the games, like you don't have to pick the ones you don't like as much, right? We had – there was another game that was another A-grade play. And we won't say what it was, but I, I kind of said, hey, I think these are, the, you know, these are two good options. Which one you want? You said, hey, this is the one you pick. So, uh, you know, you get to kind of pick and, and have a little more control. Yesterday, I, that's just on me, which is unfortunate. Um and I say it's on me, and of course, I feel like it's just random chance here of what's going to do well. Hopefully, the picks here uh, do better than the one yesterday. But if the if the stuff on Dub Club keeps rolling, at some point, uh, I don't know. It's just enough satisfaction to see my bankroll grow the way it's grown this last week. Uh, Jake, thanks for uh, being on these two days again. We'll turn it over to cousin Jared tomorrow. Uh, but don't forget to subscribe, viewer, if you have not yet. That way, you can show us what's been content, provide this channel, and show up right into your feed. We will be back again tomorrow with more baseball betting content. But until then, as always. Best of luck, and remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.